Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 66. So, what's the plan? Wednesday looked thoughtful. He ate several vivid pink slices of ham, picked a fragment of meat from his beard, dropped it onto his plate. Plan is as follows. On Saturday night, which, as I have already remarked, is tomorrow, we shall be meeting with a number of persons preeminent in their respective fields. Do not let their demeanor intimidate you. We shall meet at one of the most important places in the entire country. Afterward, we shall wine and dine them. Then, there will be, at a guess, thirty or forty of them, perhaps more. I need to enlist them in my current enterprise. And where is the most important place in the country? One of them, my boy. I said one of them. Opinions are justifiably divided. I have sent word to my colleagues. We'll stop off in Chicago on the way. I need to pick up some money. Entertaining in the manner we shall need to entertain will take more ready cash than I happen to have available. Then on to Madison. I see. No, you don't. But all will become clear in time. Wednesday paid, and they left, walked back across the road to the motel parking lot. Wednesday tossed Shadow the car keys. He drove down to the freeway and out of town. You going to miss it? asked Wednesday. He was sorting through a folder filled with maps. The town? No. Too many Laura memories. I didn't really ever have a life here. I was never in one place too long as a kid, and I didn't get here until I was in my twenties. So this town is Laura's. Let's hope she stays here, said Wednesday. It was a dream, said Shadow. Remember. That's good, said Wednesday. Healthy attitude to have. Did you fuck her last night? Shadow took a breath. Then, that is none of your damn business. And no. Did you want to? Shadow said nothing at all. He drove north toward Chicago. Wednesday chuckled and began to pore over his maps, unfolding and refolding them, making occasional notes on a yellow legal pad with a large silver ballpoint pen. And that is our page. So, describing the meat as vivid pink meat, I I know ham is pink, and I know there's those various shades of pinkish red that we're probably going to be associating with Wednesday. It's just a really terrible, terrible visual image in my mind. Wednesday says they'll be heading to one of the most important places, which is really amusing, and more so amusing that it would be near Madison, Wisconsin. Not maybe amusing in the traditional sense, but more in the sense that Wednesday's feeling of what is important is going to be significantly different than what most people's would be, and there's definitely some significance in that. It's not New York, it's not Los Angeles, it's not Boston or Orlando or any number of large cities you would think of if you were going to think of something important. If you were going to think of something important, it probably would not be in Madison, Wisconsin. But maybe, per Google Maps, it's about two and a half hours to Chicago from Eagle Point and another about three hours or so from Chicago to Madison. It's not accurate entirely because of traffic and whatnot, but close enough. It's difficult for me to picture a lot of these kinds of spaces where large cities are two to three hours away. I lived in Massachusetts growing up and have lived my adult life on the West Coast, so I'm used to there being a pretty large distance between major cities. It was about three to four hours from New York to Boston, I suppose, but traffic would make that eight hours or more. It's interesting also, though, I did actually get to drive cross-country when I moved from East Coast to West Coast, and 
I did get to experience some of the closeness of big cities, but I also was on Highway 80 for a long distance and thus got to experience the long, long distance between cities of any consequence or even towns of any consequence. This is also the first time where Wednesday gets to drive, sh- or uh, where Shadow gets to drive Wednesday. So that's exciting. Shadow says he won't miss Eagle Point and admits that he moved around a lot as a kid. Only moved to Eagle Point as an adult, so all the memories he have he has are tied up with Laura. So talking about moving around as a kid, this means he was probably in the military or as well. His parents, in this case his mother, I believe, was in the military. But I could be wrong. It has once again been a while since I've read the later portions of the book where we get a little more information on this. Wednesday has a folder full of maps, highlighter, ballpoint, silver ballpoint pen, and a yellow legal pad. He could just use a cell phone nowadays, but probably wouldn't. The TV show Wednesday pointedly avoids cell phones and similar types of technology. But at the time the book was written, you really didn't have GPS options, or at least not common GPS options if it did exist then. I don't remember a Garmin then, but who knows? Somebody knows, the internet knows, but I'm not going to Google it now. Shadow continues on the whole it's a dream thing that Wednesday proposed on the previous page. It's also of note that Shadow does not ask Wednesday, remember? It's it's a statement, it's a declarative statement, remember. He's trying to, basically trying to convince Wednesday not to talk about it, I think. Of course, anytime we mention dreams, especially... After Gaiman's Sandman series, I'm going to be paying closer attention, but didn't pull anything off the page here. There's really nothing to talk about. But we do have a dream coming up in about a week or so. Once they ask if they had sex, Shadow gives a predictably terse response. And Wednesday then asks if he wanted to, and then laughs. Because <clears throat> Wednesday's a dick. We'll, we'll come back to that pretty regularly, I think. The word poor is used here, and it made me realize I've been spelling it wrong probably for about 15 or 20 years, so great. P-O-R-E means to study carefully, which you probably know, but uh, this version comes from 13th century Middle English, porin, meaning to gaze intensely at or look closely. Anyway, that's more for my benefit, more than yours probably, but it was something that just leapt off the page and made me realize that I've been making a pretty common spelling error. How wonderful. You can get in touch with us at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.